Welcome to the Codename Sister Podcast, where nothing is off limits except politics. But politics is everything, so nothing is off limits. Hey, what up, lovely people? You know, I have to admit to something. When I'm doing this podcast, there are occasions where I will do the same podcast three, four, five times before I say, okay, this is the one I'm going to roll with. Now, somebody might be saying, well, damn, and this is all you can give us. <laughs> you know, you went back over this three or four times and we still got this bullshit here. But hey, this is, this is more for me about the sharing than it is, you know, it having all the fancy bells and whistles and you know, things that come with some of the other podcasts out there. Now, I'm not mad at those people because them people, you know, they got their stuff together. You know, they got nice intros and outros and they got little sound effects in between. You know, I really, I just, I don't have the desire to do that. I really don't. When I come on here, I just want to talk and share whatever it is that's on my mind at the time. And once I do that, you know, go on my merry way. So this podcast is more than likely will never earn me like any awards or whatever, but that doesn't matter either. I mean, in the grand scope of things, you know, if it, if it resonates with somebody, that's more important to me than, you know, all the other, you know, who rise. I mean, if who rise came with it, okay. But you know, other than that, that's, that's not my story. That's not what I'm here for. But today, I'm going to talk about being told you could be doing it all for nothing. And when we talk about doing it all for nothing, we're talking about those of us out there who getting it, you know, whether they're uh, investing, saving, uh, acquiring real estate, operating businesses, uh, whatever it is they doing and they doing it well and with a with a look with with some outward looking to the future you know everything they're doing is in mind with when I'm not here this is something that can keep going this can continue past my time here so when you get people and you're doing that and you got somebody in the wings telling you something like, you know, man, you're doing all of that stuff. You could be doing it all for nothing. You know, kind of like that song, all for nothing, all for nothing. Sometimes we do it all for nothing. However that go, I'm not a singer. I'm not a rapper, but y'all know what I mean. And it may not even mean the same thing I'm talking about because I don't know all the words to it, but They'll come and they'll tell you that you could be doing it all for nothing. And my response is always, but what if you're not? What if everything you're doing pays off in the end? What's wrong with leading a purposed life? Nothing, nothing. What is life without purpose is my question. So I guess I'm one of them when people say one thing, I come at it from another direction and they like, you know, I wish you would just shut the hell up. You know, don't don't be coming here trying to bring no rationalizations to what I'm saying when I'm actually here to try to get you to have the lack of confidence that I have. You know, I'm trying to project my insecurities and my lack of confidence onto you. And then here you are avoiding it, you know, and you coming with all this other stuff, you know, you telling me about what if what you're doing isn't for nothing. You know, and in my, as far as I'm concerned, even if what I've done in the end doesn't amount to anything, it was the purpose that got me through. It, the purpose of it, the goal of it is what got me through to the other side. So it's still not 
for nothing. It's still not for nothing. Because I still, I was still able to have experiences based on the attainment of those goals, on those achievements. Those achievements allowed me to see another way of living this life, of navigating this life. So it's still never for nothing. Even at this point right here, it's still not been for nothing. Yeah, it may not be where everything is in place the way I would want to leave it to my children to carry on. Maybe I haven't had the opportunity to give them all the lessons I would like to pass on to them, but there is something there. And hopefully I've even stoked enough in them that should have something happen to me what you know they might see as prematurely that they picked up some things that they can take and they can run with so how is that for nothing so again when people say that that's projections of themselves because they're not where they feel like they should actually be but sometimes they don't have the drive and the motivation amped up to get there so instead of them doing that, though, they'd rather work on you and break you apart. You know, if I can beat up your spirit, then we'd be on the same level. And, you know, we both look the same at that point. Misery loves company. So if we both miserable. We both ain't going nowhere. You know, we got this in common. That means you're not showing me out. So everybody not going to be looking at, well, man, look what she was able to do. And you still doing that that, that, you been, that you were doing, man. You ain't changed a bit. And it's nothing worse than somebody telling you that you haven't changed a bit. Because as we grow older, with all the experiences that you accumulate, you, there should be something about you that somebody who knew you 20 years ago don't know about you today. You know, if you're doing the same thing, it's something wrong with that. That's like some neighbors my one of my daughters has that live across the street from her. Every day, it's, a, it's like carloads of them, five, six carloads of them, and they stand in the street and they drink and they smoke and they cuss. And these are not young people. These are people that have to be in about the same age with me. So I'm going to give them they in their 50s. And then when my daughter calls the police because it gets out of hand and cars can't pass through and stuff like that, they start they start telling the police stuff about we've been we've been this is our block. We've been here for over 40 years. And you still standing on a block you don't own nothing at? Because none of them own the house. There's one person, there's two people that own the house. I take that back. they brothers. But only one of the brothers lives in the house. He lived there with his woman friend. The other brother does not live there. Neither do any of the other people. And they never go into the yard of the man who lives there or into his house. I don't think the woman friend wants them in there. So they stand out on the curb. To the point where one of them, just a couple of weeks back, he had to use the bathroom. He pissed at the fire hydrant like dogs do. So, of course, my daughter and them called on that because it was public exposure. They, had, they were out there with their young daughter and everything. And he out here pissing at the fire hydrant. But that, these are the kind of people, they're not going nowhere. And any of them among their ranks who start doing something, they're going to start having a problem with that person. Because that's the, that's the way those type of people work. They start having problems with you when they feel like you're trying to be better than them. That's what they always come with. Like you sit down and say, oh, I'm going to be better than them niggas right there. You, you know, like that was your whole reason for doing what you're doing was just to be better than them niggas right there. When it really didn't take much to be better than them right there. 
you know, but they have to say that because that gives them an importance that they know that they know they really don't deserve. They really don't deserve that that important. And like in the case of the ones that's across from my daughter, my daughter and them are you know they the newcomers to the neighborhood. They build a house there. They got a mortgage free home. They ain't fixing to leave their home, but they figure that if they can piss them off enough, you know, they might put a for sale sign and they can go back to standing in what used to be an abandoned lot you know, that now has my daughter in them house there, you know, and that's what they looking because they're going to continue that same thing that they're doing until they start, you know, the diabetes and the high blood pressure start killing them off and they can't come around because I will, I want to know how people like that can be there. Where do you work at? I can only assume that must be they, they women friend cars or somebody because I, I mean, if you always there and you drinking and smoking and partying, when do you go to work? Where do you work? You know, but those are people who, that's their purpose, I guess. You know, I was talking about purpose, you know, and I can't expect everyone's uh, purpose to be the same as mine. You know, I look at, I create my reality. And a lot of people might say, well, you know, that's not true. We had the, you know, we had the whim or what happened. That's true, but we still decide how we confront certain things. You know, of course, there's going to be a point in time where you don't make the decisions, but there are some things that you can make the decision for. So I don't care about the what if is being all all of it is being done for nothing because I live by what if it's not. What if it's not for nothing? That's the way that's the way I see life. You know, and all of these other people, they can continue to exist on that all for nothing. That has been the problem with a lot of people, uh, a lot of black people, is that we don't look to the future. We don't think about what we want the world to look like when we're gone. We don't plan out that aspect. We live life day by day, year by year, four-year election after four-year election. But we don't have any true plans for what we want the world to look like. Because once you have an idea of what you want the world to look like, you go out and you start creating it. Because we are the gods of this creation. But we don't see that. We, you know, a lot of times we'll give up that whole uh, power of our God, of our goddessness, <laughs> of our godlihood <laughs> to other people. We'll let them be the dreamers for us. And we let them do all the carving out and the creation, you know. And it's like, so you came here and you spent all this time on earth and you never had the urge to create something? You never found a purpose in this? You know, because that's what keeps you here. That's, the, that, that's sometimes the difference between a person staying here and a person completing suicide is purpose. And it's, I'm not saying that's for everybody, who complete suicide. People complete suicide for different reasons. But I'm saying that there are some people that that has been the difference. They felt like they haven't, that they didn't have a purpose here. That there was nothing for them here. So they abruptly left. But we got other people that while they don't have no purpose here, they haven't given themselves a purpose. They don't have no focus. They don't, they don't care what the future looks like when they're gone. Out, you know, it's everything is the here and now. These people, they still stay here existing, being a thorn in other people's ass. And if they're not just, if they're not a thorn in your ass, there's somebody sitting there trying to 
sabotage what you're doing. And the sabotage, it usually always comes from the people you know. And that's because those people have more access to you. It's not that it's like some type of uh, fluke or oddity or, or something like that. It's just plain and simple. A lot of times people who get killed are killed by people that they know. So it has a lot to do with proximity. You know, so the closer somebody is, the more likely they are to be able to have some influence over your comings and goings, your decision making, you know, and a lot of times they'll come at you in ways where they pretend to be concerned, you know, like the person who was telling me that the concern was, oh, you could be spending all this time with your children, you know, no, I can't because you know what? If I'm not doing the things I'm doing, I mean, I still, I got to make, I got to get income from somewhere. And until I've established where I've got regular passive income coming in, that means I got to go earn some damn income. So, no, I still can't spend all that time with just my children. And my children don't want me to spend 24-7 with them. They want to be able to get out and grow and have friends of their own and other relationships and stuff outside of me. That doesn't make me any less important. But that's human nature. We're social creatures. They don't want to know just their mama. And how does that benefit them when their mama dead? If the only person they hung out with was their mama, you know how hard that would be for somebody having to go out there and, and scratch out a life where they include other people. So I don't listen to that rambling bullshit when people tell me stuff like that. It, it's just like, yeah, you're talking, but I can't hear you. Bump, 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 bump. That's what that shit sounds like to me when people start saying stuff like that. And that's what you might want to tune your ear. If people are telling you stuff, if they trying to feed you with that, because when people are feeding you with a lot of negativity, whether you know it or not, the longer they do it to you, I don't care how strong will you are, it starts seeding that question within you. Like, can I really do this? Do I have what it takes to do this? It can even make you lazy where you, or where you start procrastinating because procrastination is just another form of laziness. It, it really is. It's an excuse. It's, it's a lazy excuse. And, but you'll find yourself doing that when you don't feel like you have a support system because everybody's not somebody who can ride solo to get something done in spite of. You know, we hear the stories of those kind of people who weren't going to be stopped no matter what. But that's not that way for the majority of people. They really depend on their support systems. And when they don't have people to back them, people to speak power to them, to speak love and concern and support to them, then... It takes, a, it, it, it takes that fire out of them because then they do start thinking, well, what is the point? You know, so I'm going to lose all these people because I do that, you know, and I always say, hell, just go get you some new people. You know, if all these people always have problems with the things that you do, go get some new people. Because unless you just want to stay there with those people doing nothing and then be bitter and, you know, angry about it in years to come. But if you are forward looking, if you're looking for that future, that time when you are not here and you're imagining what you want that world to look like for the people that you love, come from the perspective of them other folks, they might be doing it all for nothing. But what if you're not? That's the way I see it. This is Nandi. Thank you all for sitting here with me with this one. Don't forget to like subscribe rate review whatever your podcast player lets you do i think i've told y'all before i'm gonna say it again you can find me on google and apple stitcher spotify 
Podchaser, most major podcast platforms. I guess I'm going to just say that for a little while till I find some other kind of way to let you know where I am. But hey, again, thank y'all for being here. I'll be back soon. Peace. You've just listened to the Code Name Sister podcast with Nandi. 